this episode and hopefully every episode will be brought to you by All I Need Skateboarding. You can check out allineedskate.com and we're also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at All I Need Skate. Um, our boards, if there's any shops out there that are interested in carrying All I Need, our boards are available through Eastern Skate Supply, which I'm super hyped on because those guys are rad and we're actually going down there in about a week. Me and the All I Need crew, we're, I got Timmy coming out from Cali, he's going to meet us in Boston, and then I got a van and we're going to bomb down to Eastern and check out their spot and then we're going to go skate some street in Atlanta. So that's what's new with All I Need. And uh, oh yeah. We're working on another Narragansett Beer collab. I'm really psyched for this one. Um, the art's already underway. And uh, the last one did really well, which is so cool. People still ask me for that, and we don't have any more of the Gansett collab. They might have it on their site if you go to gansettbeer.com. Um, but yeah, we sold out. So we got a new one underway. I'm super excited to share that with you guys once it drops. Um, what else? What else? Oh, we did the Heliclips episode, the first one. That was super fun. I can't wait to do another one. Actually, I'll probably have to get Westgate on that because he just became a father. So that's going to be sick to talk about. Um, but yeah, if you want us to talk about your video, like add commentary to it. I can't promise that we will, but if you submit a video to Heliclips, you go to heliclips.com and hit the submit button and uh, just put the Shetler show in the title. That way I know. And then when I'm scrolling through, I'll check it out. I like to watch the user-submitted videos. I think it's so cool that that's available, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. That's something cool I want to try try out and see how it does. Uh, I think I checked everything off the list. Oh, we just did the Levitate Jam. That was so sick. Um, with All I Need, we sponsored um, Levitate Surf and Skate. They had a barbecue and skate jam. It was for a grand opening of a skate park right next to the shop. And it's like amazing transition. So many people showed up. There's free hot dog, hot dogs, live music. These young kids, like they went up there, live music. Uh, it seemed like it was their first time. They looked nervous, but they crushed it. It was sick. Uh, so many shredders. We did a bunch of skate jams and we threw out some free stuff at every, op like we picked one obstacle and I was like, whoever wants to get in, get in, you know, and then we'll just give out stuff for awesome tricks. And we had enough stuff to give out. So everyone got something, which was rad. Uh, we did multiple obstacles too, and everybody was shredding, like going for it. It was rad. And good. Oh, excuse me. And Billy Drown, Corey Goon, and those guys showed up. Adam, Farazi, the whole crew, man. All I Need crew was there. It was sick. Uh, it was just what I needed, to be honest. Uh, yeah, so that's what's new with that. And uh, today's guest is someone that I really wanted to talk to. I had met him when we were younger. I think me and Leo met in San Francisco like a long time ago. And we were skating this like round nine stair. And I want to say, I don't know what he did, but I remember I did Nolly Crook and I think like a Nolly board side or Nolly something, something or other. But uh, yeah, I was super proud. And Leo said something to me. I can't remember what he said. I don't remember. <laughs> I should have asked him on the show. <laughs> But it was super cool. He complimented me, basically. And uh, it was cool. And he was younger than me, and it was just like, he was super rad. And then I've seen him in the skateboard world, you know, like in the magazines and videos. And um, I don't know. It was sick. 
sick to sit down with him and catch up and kind of pick his brain and be silly. So, yeah, without any further ado, here's Mr. Leo Romero. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Long time no see. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Thanks for being down, dude. Yeah. Alright, let's start at, like, how's your day? What do you, what'd you get into today? Um, I just got back from a, from a, like, a vacation with a bunch of friends, so I'm just kind of getting, doing some running some errands and getting caught up. Where'd you go? I, I went to Mexico. What the fuck? Whereabouts? Todos Santos. It's all the way at the bottom of Baja, California. Damn, how'd you guys get down there? A flu. Damn, sick. So it was just like vacation chilling? Yeah, we do it like that. We've been doing it for the past three years or so. It's kind of like a friend tradition. Is it nice down there? It's really nice down there. It's not sketchy at all? Like uh, everything I ever hear about Mexico, it's like there's drug trafficking and violence. <laughs> um, No, it's a small town. It's not too bad. It's not bad at all. That's cool. How long did you go for? Like a week. Sick. Yeah. That's fucking rad. Have some drinks, go in the salt water? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> right. I wanted to ask you about Foundation. Um, how long did you ride for Foundation? Uh, I don't know, like four or five years or so, maybe. And that was like your first legit board sponsor? Yeah, maybe less. Were you a fan of them before you skated for them? Yeah, every company that I've ever ridden for, I've always been a tremendous fan. Sick. How's Beagle? I've never, I've met him briefly. He's fucking crazy. But, <laughs> but that's but that's when he's drunk. But when he's sober, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, it seems like he's a uh, pretty legendary. He is. Yeah, he is. He's definitely legendary. Do you remember any uh, epic tricks trips that you went on? They were all pretty epic, man. There was because I mean, not only epic in this in the in the sense of like 
just activity-wise, but they were my first trips ever with, like, pro skaters, so just that alone was a learning experience for me. Who were the dudes that were pro when you were on as the young dude? Ethan, um, Ethan Fowler, Daniel Shimizu, Mike Rusick, and, uh, who else? Justin Strubing. Damn. Yeah, so that's, like, three, or that's four, sorry, restarted. Uh, that's four just, like, legendary dudes, um... Fucking, who else was, I think that might have been the only pros, I feel awful if I'm missing so much. It, it was like, I just think of the whole team, it, it was like, everyone on the team for me was like, it was like, a shock to the system when I got on a tour with him. Yeah, Mike Rusick, he was like, when he was skating, it seemed like his skating, um, was a little different at the time than everyone else, kinda. He skated a little different, I feel. He skated how people skate now. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, he skated different because no one was skating like it, and now everyone skates like that. So it's just like it's funny if like I look at someone like him. If he came out like if he came out as a skater now, he would like be um, excelling because of the, the skateboarding, the way skateboarding is nowadays. Yeah, know? he would like fit right in. He would, it would. He was like ahead of his time, yeah, I guess. What's that? He was ahead of his time then. Oh, it's whole way ahead of his time. You know, it was like everything he would be doing. It was like it was the way people were skating nowadays and like back then it was like well that's weird did you turn pro for foundation i did yeah sick what was that like how'd they give you your first pro board they were they they threw a party with pharmacy um and it was like in victorville and like they used to have pharmacy had had hubba's and they they basically did like a best trick contest and stuff and that's like i think the first time i met antoine dixon too he was there and he was fucking killing it and it was like it was, it was just, it's funny to think back, cause like, I remember being like super young and meeting like Antoine Dixon, who was even younger than me, and then like, I mean, like Herman was there. Like, we were all super young. I just wanted to actually think about that day. But it was, it was awesome. I mean, I was very grateful and that pharmacy got me towards that and foundation turned me pro and they were throwing me a party. Did you feel like it was time to be pro then? Sometimes people are kind of like, uh, I don't know. How'd you feel? They asked me to, to turn pro before that, but I wanted to have like more than one video part out. I remember, I remember thinking, I don't remember exactly what it was. I remember Josh Beagle telling me like, we want to turn you pro. And I was like, I need to have more stuff out, like another <laughs> interview or like another video part. Like I was really adamant about having enough material out there for like there to be no, I guess doubt, but I didn't think about it. I felt like I, it was, I guess it was like I wanted to pay my dues before I turned pro, you know? Yeah, I respect that. Some dudes would just be like, yeah, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, people turn pro, like, in a week nowadays. I, I don't even know if that's, it, and that's not a bad thing, it's just, like, the way skateboarding is, like, pushed out, it's, like, different, like... Yeah, the media side of skateboarding has changed, like, 100% nowadays. It's fucking strange. Yeah, it's crazy. How do you feel, how do you feel about that? Like, what do you feel like your responsibilities are as a professional skateboarder? I mean, the what I think my responsibilities are are to skate, put out video parts, and have interviews and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what that's what that's. I'm obviously coming from a different time, like from you, but there's obviously like like a big part of it now is like how many followers you have. You know what I mean? Like that's like Instagram is a plays a big part, and and that's like the, that's like and how how many like your internet content, which is like like remember like. Like, internet content was, like, nothing. It's, like, just put out whatever, you know? Now it's, like... And I don't think it's all bad. I mean, it, I, I'm, I don't I don't think it's good and bad. I mean, there's good parts about it. There's bad parts about it. Like, so much stuff out there, you just... 
you overlook the good stuff and you overlook even more like the really crappy stuff because there's so much out there yeah it seems like you have to kind of find good shit you but i guess the good thing about that is there's so much skateboarding out there and skateboarding content that like no matter what you're into you could find it if you just like dig deep enough yeah it's 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 a bummer that skateboarding has turned so mainstream and whatever but it's also a good thing so it's like i mean for me i i like it more I feel like it, like skateboarding was like, it, like it was like, oh, this was mine, and now I look at it, it's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't my thing anymore. This is like, this doesn't belong to skaters. This is like way bigger than that. Like this is not, a, this is not a, like skating anymore. It's something else, you know. Which isn't bad, and that's you know, not. I mean, there, there's like good qualities about it, and there's bad qualities about it with anything. Yeah, it's fully, it's fully accepted into culture and society these days. So it's kind of grown into its own thing, but uh. I think what worries people is they're like, oh, it's going to become so mainstream and become a sport, which, I mean, you can see that side of it. Like, people fucking try to push it into competition and, like, whoa, what was that? That was a motorcycle. Fucking peeling out back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think of it, like, I don't I don't think of, like, looking at skateboarding as, like, a sport to be bad. I mean, the, the thing that I like about skating is, like, you can call it whatever the fuck you want. Like, I mean, someone wants to call it a sport. Like, kids, like, grow up skating now wanting to be in street league. Yeah. Like, no one grew up skating wanting to, to like, be in, like, contests. You know what I mean? Like, you wanted to grow up skating to, like, I want to, like, be able to, like, backlip fucking Wilshire 15 like fucking Jim Greco, you know? Yeah, fuck now, yeah. Like, kids, like, I want to grow up and be rich as fuck and in street league and stuff. Like, like there's a, there's a lot more like flashiness to it i feel and not and, and whatever i mean maybe some people had that idea back then too but i mean if a kid grows up skating like wanting to be in street league that like to someone to say skateboarding isn't a sport like that sucks for that kid i mean to him it's a sport because he wants to compete you know yeah 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 for sure like, and I, like i remember like that the, the ian mckay guy saying like skateboarding isn't a sport and i'm just like who the fuck's this old guy to say what skateboarding is? Like, skateboarding is whatever the fuck you want it to be. If a little kid wants it to be a sport or, like, a way to pick up chicks or whatever the fuck, like, that's the best thing about it, you know what I mean? Like, it's whatever the fuck you want it to be. Yeah, it's definitely, I always say it's for everybody, so if that means it's for everybody, it's yeah. for the fucking nerd, it's for the that's, jock. <laughs> if it's for everyone, that means that some fucking douchebag that just got, like, fucking all thrasher shirted up and first time on a board it's for him too and it's also for like the fucking kid that gets in your way that's in the, it's at the skate park that's just like the worst person ever but he's still skating so it's like it's all inclusive you really can't you really can't choose sides yeah that that's good though i like it like that have you ever taught a skateboard lesson before i've tried to teach like friends of mine like how do you know they flip and it's it's a very vague explanation because i don't know what the fuck i'm saying <laughs> What about with, like, a little kid? You never, like, just been like, hey, I'll teach a skateboard lesson? Like, someone pay you to teach a skateboard lesson? I've never... I've been paid to go to, like, Woodward, but that, that's, like, not... That's, like... That's, like, going out there to skate with kids, you know what I mean? Like, kids kids ask me, how, like, like how to do stuff, and I'm actually the worst teacher, because I just tell them, just try it. Like, just <laughs> fucking jump off the stair, like, go for it. Like, I mean... I'm sure if you ask some like someone that's more technical with their skating, or like maybe I feel like someone like Chris Cole or Par Rodriguez can like teach you how to do what they do. Yeah. Like I feel like they're so like so good that they like know what they're doing. Like someone like me, I'm not very good. I just 
just go for something and it eventually works. <laughs> so, uh, like, that's, that, that's something that's not the best way to teach something. <laughs> yeah, it seems like your way is more about just going for it and feeling it instead of, like, overthinking it too much and trying to understand it. It's more like, let's just fucking go for it. <laughs> yeah. I like that approach. <laughs> <laughs> it's worked for me so far. I might have to start thinking about it a little bit more soon, but... What's the techest trick you can do? Have you ever gnarly hard flipped into a grind? Um, no, but I can do like gnarly nose me, like gnarly tray flips out. Damn. It's it, it's like it's never a thing where I like know how to like gnarly into it, set my foot up, and then like gnarly flip out or like like I've done like switch flip front crooks like one eighties out, but it's it's never like a thing where it's like all right, I know how to switch flip. It gets into the front crook, I pop it out. It's more just like switch flip front crook and then just like do it you know what i mean because i can try it for hours and then like the one i'm just like i get lucky you know what i mean it's never like a, a stepping stone thing where i like know exactly what i'm doing it's just more it's just a slower process and so like i'm just gonna go for this big ass fucking rail it's just like i'm gonna go for this fucking tech trick it's gonna take a little longer than the big rail but we'll, we'll eventually hopefully get it have you have you hit the point where you've decided what your biggest handrail is like where your limit is rails i'm not like think it's a big rail i just like if it's a rail i like and it's big i'll skate it and if it's a rail that's big and it's i don't like it then i just won't skate it it's funny because like uh i'm 33 i say this on every fucking podcast but uh i've hit like a limit now like i've noticed i'm like yeah just i look at certain rails that i used to look at and be like yeah i want to skate this now i'm just like no that's my limit like i'm gonna get hurt <laughs> like, i'm just like like 16 stair like i don't think i'll skate a 16 stair Unless it was mellow, like mellow and long. Just like anything with a lot of drops, big drop, I'm just like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, I skated like 16s recently, and it's like, I, I love grinding rails. Like, I love like that fucking, like I will never lose the feeling of just like lip sliding, grinding, like nose grinding. Like, I love that feeling so much. So, if it's a rail that looks good to me and looks fun, and it's like 16 or 25 or 10, I'll like start skating it because it just looks fucking fun. Yeah, like I, like I don't think I'll ever lose lose that excitement where I want to like grind something big because to me it's just it's like the fu- that's just the funnest fucking thing like a, just fifty fifteen stuff is just fun. Yeah, I'm one hundred percent with you. Like a long grind, a long slide. Like I I love skating handrails for sure. It's like addicting because you're just like it's the best feeling when you roll away. Yeah, I always try to think like I'm like Keith Kirchart and like rolling away that like, and then I watch the footage. I'm like, ah, oh, look, nothing. It wasn't like that at all. No, I I that all the fucking time. Like me and me and Dakota was like, like we do a Smith grind. We're like, that's Lumber. We do like a five zero. We're just like, that's fucking McGrand. You're like, we oh, we're like, I still think like, oh, this is fucking back lip. I'm fucking hard right now. Like I still think that that's part of the, that's part of it. Like I'm I'm still pretending to be all these like skaters that I looked up to. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, Ardo with the front boards and the back lips for sure. Like, long-ass ones. Yeah. All right, one sec. Let me cross. I got to go through my list. Oh, worst injury. It's recently I broke my ankle in November. Oh, gnarly. Are you, oh, we were talking about that last time. You're in rehab right now, right? You're, like, strengthening it up and all that? No, I haven't gone to rehab, like, probably in a month just because I've been busy. Or, I know, I was probably, like, a couple weeks before I left to Mexico. Um, but I, like, once it happened, it happened in, like, early November, and I got surgery, and I went to, like, I went to, like, physical therapy three times a week for, like, like, five months straight or something like that, 
and uh, just got it back to normal. And it's not back to normal yet. And from what I hear, the doctors tell me it's not going to get back to normal. I remove plates. Yeah. So I'm mean, with plates in my ankle until November, and then I can get it removed, and then hopefully I'll get like full flexibility back. But that's been my, my far worst injury. I've never got broken a bone. I've never been out longer than three months, and it was like five. I know it's pretty depressing and shitty. So is it like a dip? Because like I remember the first time I really hurt myself. It was such a such a mental fuck. Like I guess you have music though, right? To fill the void when you're not skating. Yeah, that that that's true, and it's and it's a thing where where people like like like. When I talk to people, they're like, well, they try to, like, make me feel better by, like, telling me I have music and stuff. But there's, the thing about music is it's very emotional in the sense when you write something or you play something or even with art, like, it's very emotional. And, and like, in playing music, like, it's also very physical. So, I mean, like, I played a show with, like, a fucking boot on, but I couldn't really, like, fully express that because I was unable to, you know, whatever. I, I, was, I, was, I was unable to. And so, like, you could you can remain in this rut, like, after, like, creating a song or anything like that because the song is created from this, like, shitty feeling that you have. And, like, who knows what gets you feeling better at the time. But, like, with skating, it's like you can have a shitty day and you can go to the skate park and feel fucking great. Like, you can, like, you can skate it off. Like, that's, that's, that's the, for me, was the, the thing that was... The biggest issue was, like, I can write music and I'd write, like, songs, a bunch of them, and it, I'd still feel like crap or, like, whatever, and then, but it's, like, I st- I didn't get, like, I didn't have that thing where I, like, went out, skated, sweated, and, like, had a, like, like, that feeling that you have when you skate, as cheesy as it is, like, it's and as cliche as it is that everyone says, it's just, like, it's, like, a feeling that, like, you, you just, like, you have that, like, your body is working. It's not just like your whole body is like working and sweating and and like exercise. It's like if you exercise, like it's, it's good for depression. It makes you feel better. It makes your like you get all those toxins out. So it's like not having that really sucks. Yeah. Not ever being hurt for so long. Like later, because like I was so resilient as I was younger. Now that I'm older, it like fucked me up just because I was like. I thought, like, I was like, I'll be fine the rest of my life, and then it just happened, you know? Yeah. I was just like, fuck, this really sucks, and, and, it was, and it happened at the time where I was, like, skating really well, and, like, was feeling really good on my board, and, like, I felt like I was, I was, like, skating really well, and I was like, I'm gonna, like, start skating even better, I'm gonna fucking film a fucking video part or whatever, and then it just, like, the rug got swept out from under me, and I was like, God, I'm gonna have to start from scratch. And it felt like that when I was skating a flip, but my legs lotion, so it was fucked. It was just, a, it was just a shitty experience. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying about that, like, um, the depression side of things. How, like, I used to listen to, like, a lot of, I mean, I still listen to Tupac, but I don't listen to as much now, because, like, a lot of it's such heavy content, and it's borderline, like, it makes me sad of some of it, you know, like, the concepts that he talks about in his music. Like, I'm not talking about, like, the Money Bitches songs. I mean, like, the ones with depth. And that could get me stuck in, like, a psychological rut where I'm just, like, depressed. Do you, do you Like, when you make music like that, how do you... I guess going skating helps with that? Like, to get out of that mindset? Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, one of those things. Like, I, I've written songs where I've written them, and then I don't, like, I just don't know what they mean exactly. And then... After a while of playing with playing them, it's like that I start realizing like, oh, that's is that what that means? Like, oh shit, that's a little bit of that person or a little bit of that time. You know what I mean? So I I never really like I fe- I feel something when I'm like writing them just because it's like it's kind of like emotionally like 
like it's just like it's like coming out and it's like coming out so in such a um in such a weird way that like not in a weird way but just more of in a in a different way as opposed to just like when you're skating you're you're like and you're feeling shitty you're like you're more aggressive and like kind of feeling it that way and with music it's like it's more of a fluid thing where just stuff just comes out and then you're just like look back and it's like oh shit like that's kind of what what's going on there you know yeah like it's just like it's a different thing than, than skating and that's what i mean by like you can be in a shitty mood and then write a song a shitty song about it and then you'll still be in that shitty mood because it's just like that's just you're still in that mood you know what i mean with yeah. skating you can be in a shitty mood and skate or you can wake up and hit a rock or step in gum and you'll fucking ruin your day. Did you take writing classes or you write your own songs? Yeah, I just, I've never taken like writing classes. I like failed everything in school towards the end. But I just like would listen to a lot of music, a lot of singer-songwriters and like read interviews about them and, and just kind of like, you kind of like, it's like watching skate videos, you know what I mean? You kind of, you like listen to music and you, you like listen to the words and you listen how they like use the words. Just like you'd watch a skate video and you like see what spots you'd want to skate and like how you want to skate. Not exactly. I mean, like, I know some people just basically copy people's style in skating, but I mean, like, like just the like the different techniques of skating. Just like, oh, like back tails are sick or whatever, and just like, or like, oh, that, like those that type of song is sick. You know what I mean? Or like those type of words or that. Like it's it's like watch. It's like like anything. You 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 get inspired by stuff and you just kind of you can kind of learn from it. You know, and if you you listen to it enough and if you try enough like you will eventually start it'll start happening you know what i mean yeah i feel like everyone when they get inspired by something their first like for the most part everyone their first move is to kind of replicate what they like and then once they do whatever that art is or their practices they tend to find like their own voice and like their own style you know like if they keep at it some people just try to replicate people to make them money you know like they see something successful and they're like i'm just gonna do that just kind of bitch way out <laughs> yeah do you yeah i mean that, 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 that there's always that there, there's always that but i mean like I, I think if you really genuinely like something you, you pay attention enough to like to, to want to try to to do it not only like do it the way they're doing it but like kind of do it justice in a sense you you, you want to do it like good you're like oh, i want to like what these people are doing i want to do like my own version of that and the only way to i feel like doing that is from learning from the people that you admire yeah. And sometimes taking a little bit from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being influenced. It's all good. That's perfect. That was perfect to sum that up. How long have you been making music? Um, I started, like, writing my music when I was, like, 21. So how old are you now? 29, like, nine years. Damn, that's a good chunk of time to be writing. How often do you write? Um, I just, like, wrote a few not too long ago, like, maybe a week ago. It, it's kind of, some like, I've had feelings where I'm like, oh, I want to write a song, and I write it. And then I have that feelings where I'm just playing on guitar and I just write a song. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's, you get, it's, it's weird because like I've written songs like both ways and they like are fun to play and I like playing with the band. And then I've written songs both ways and they're like, oh, these just suck. I just won't ever play them again. Or <laughs> like some days you just go out and get a bunch of good shit. And some days you go out and get like some shit. You're like, I don't even want to use that. And some days you just like want to go get a specific trick and you get it. It's funny. It's just how it coincides with skateboarding. Yeah, that's pretty sick, man. I wish I could, like, be brave enough to do it. I feel like that's my problem. Like, <laughs> I think it's like the... Like, you've gone up on stage in front of people and performed? Yeah. That, that, that to me, seems like the gnarliest thing. Like, to be on a stage and, like, singing a song I wrote, like, to a bunch of people and just kind of waiting to see what happens. <laughs> it's weird, but it's it's fun. I mean, and... 
like you look at people that or I, I look at people that like I've admired and stuff like that. And, I mean, there's a, that on things where you're just like, you know what, fuck it. Like the worst, the worst thing that can happen is someone doesn't like it, but who cares? Yeah, you gotta summon your inner G.G. Allen and just say, fuck it. That's usually what I do every time. <laughs> do you have some drinks before you go? Because that would make me relaxed. At first when I started playing, it was more like a party and getting drunk, you know what I mean? Which, it was just fun. Like, I mean, like, I, like obviously, like, I wasn't playing very well, and, like, my songs weren't as good or whatever, but it was just, like, a fun time. But as I've gotten older, and, like, I've, the, the guys that I'm playing with now, they're, like, really good musicians, and it's... And it's just like you, you take it a little more seriously, and 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 like some, a lot of the times I don't even drink before I play. It's kind of fun to like to play that way, and then it's also fun to like play drunk. And but I don't know. It's 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 more of a like the how the the night feels. You know what I mean? Like oh, maybe I'll get super drunk, or maybe I'll just keep it mellow. You know? Well, well, what's the name of your band? Travisura. Travisura. Yeah, I was looking it up. I didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Travisura. Where'd that come from? It means mischief in Spanish. Mischief? Yeah. Sick. I like that. How do you how do you go about getting band band members? Do you make like I in every movie, great movie I've ever seen, they're like make a flyer and or they call up someone like we need a drummer. Like how did you guys go about Um well I played with my buddy Eric and like the the first people I started playing music with it was an old friend of mine and uh then like my buddy Eric came in he started playing with us, and then the friend that I originally started with, he he, he left, he, or he just stopped playing with us for his own reasons. Me and my buddy Eric were just like, oh shit, well, should we just try to get like a drummer or something? And he's like, yeah, I know a dude. He got our buddy Mark, who's a crazy fucking dude, but he's awesome on drums, and then after a while, we're like, should we get a guitar player or something? Like, we needed like a, a certain sound for like a recording and then he's like my brother plays guitar and that was like a complete understatement because he's a, an amazing guitarist and then over time we're just like should we get a bass player it's like oh i know a guy and then that happened and he actually recently left um for um work reasons and stuff our buddy reza and uh my buddy eric he played keyboard originally and we're just like yeah hey, well, you just pick a bass so it all happened pretty organically it wasn't like like, I've never been, like, the type of, like, let's, like, this is how we're going to do it. This is how the song's going to be. Like, you play that. Like, play it like this. Like, it's always been pretty loose and organic to the point where it's, like, here's a song. And then we, like, fuck with it. And, oh, like, you want to bring in this dude, my buddy Reza, to play bass? Like, fuck yeah, bring him along. And it's all been pretty organic. So there's really no, there's, there's never been, like, a, we need a drummer or we need a fucking violin player. We need a fucking <laughs> tuba fucking player. It's all been... It's all been like, we should probably try to find a dude. And it's like, I know a guy. That's so cool, man. Fucking, I'm jealous of you. Where'd you get the confidence to, like, think you could be a pro skateboarder and then just transition into, like, being in music and all that stuff? Like, some people can't even get past that, like, the confidence issue. Um, I didn't know I was going to be a pro skater. Like, so that was, like, kind of like a... I was just skating and things started happening, you know what I mean? Like sponsorship and like obviously in the background like oh I'll be rad to be a pro skater and then as things start snowballing it, it comes closer and comes closer and you think about it but I was always so occupied that I didn't think about it too much you know what I mean yeah. like I wasn't it wasn't a concern and it wasn't a concern until they like asked me like well, like you want to be a pro skater and then at that point it's like I need to have enough stuff out 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like, I guess that's, like, I feel like that may, would be, like, there's, like, like, not only, I guess, the confidence and maybe, maybe, like, maybe my, my, my drive was, like, yeah, I had more drive than confidence. So it was, like, I just wanted to put out enough shit. So, like, that was my drive, like, having me work because I wanted to be, like, I wanted to people, like, not, like, to not be, like, thinking, like, to second-guess the fact I was pro. I wanted it to be, like, oh, that makes sense. He should be pro. So I think I was more driven than confident. And I think that's, for me, like, the thing with music. It's, like, I'm not really confident at all. Like, I, like, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm, like, the greatest musician or anything. And I'm far from music, greatest skater or musician or songwriter or even fucking anything. But I think it's just, like, the drive of wanting to do something is more for me. Because it's just, like, a guy with confidence can be fucking talking all this shit. He's just a fucking piece of crap, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like if you, like I feel like drive is, is a very important thing. Because if you're tripping to do shit, you'll, you'll respect it because you'll learn more about it. And I think that, that is more important than the drive. So, I didn't, so luckily I was more driven than confident because some confident people are fucking... I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, some people are just cocky as fuck, and they're idiots, and they're just going off of uh, motion, uh, momentum, and then they just get kicked in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I've been that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you write your songs. That's good, dude, because you're not a Millie Vanilli, so that's good. Yeah. Did you ever see um Pat Duffy and Rob Welsh have a... They, like, make music together? I have seen them, yeah. Pretty sick. Yeah, those dudes are fucking rad. Yeah, I got really high at, um, like, two Tampas ago, the Tampa Pro, I got really high after skating. I was like, I'm just gonna get high and sit down and watch them. And I was, like, front row, like, watching them, and I'm like, these dudes are, like, dudes I looked up to in skating, and it's, like, sick to see them on a stage in front of everyone just playing music. I don't know. I was like, it was a cool moment. That's sick. Alright. We're moving along. How did, how did a pro shoe come about? America took a gamble on me and gave me a pro shoe. I don't know. I mean, they, they I guess they just thought I deserved it. I mean, I'm lucky that I, that they thought that. I mean, I can't believe that I got pro shoe. I was, I was, that was something else. Did that you, was like a, a life changing experience for sure. Did you get a design? Did you d- help design it and did you name it? No, I didn't name it. Um, they came, they came to me because I mean, I was like, like 20 or I was like 18. 18, 19 or something like that or 20 when they uh when they like hit me up about it and they like cause I don't know shit about design or whatever you know cause I was too fucking just out there but they came they came to me with these shoes and then they like what do you think of this and then then I like put in my two cents and then we went from there it was a fucking rat shoe like I, and it did well and I was I was really happy about that yeah right? that's awesome I'm sure they too. yeah congrats dude that was so that's awesome America's a heavy brand too to have yeah, thank a. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. America's a heavy brand to have a pro shoe on as well. Yeah. All right. If you could uh, get sponsored by uh, anyone in the world outside of like skateboarding brands, like the ultimate, um, the ultimate hookup. It would be like a maybe like a, like Filson or something like that. What is that? They make like uh, outerwear of like like wax canvas jackets and like cool hats and it's kind of like like outerwear like as in like camping and safari type shit oh sick like like that'd be pretty fucking (laughs) to get sponsored by hell yeah 
That would be sick. You should have someone send them your music video and some skate footage. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Yeah. That, that or Toyota. That'd be sick to get sponsored by Toyota. Well, didn't you work with, um, like I saw the album actually. I went and looked it up today. Or not the album, I'm sorry. I saw the, the music video and it was sponsored by Scion. Oh, yeah, yeah, they hit me up through Instagram, which was pretty funny, but, um, yeah, that's something completely different. They have, like, a, a, pro- a program of work through, they, they, uh, work with, they work with, um, like, skate companies and artists and stuff like that, like, Toyota, that's pretty removed from it. Yeah. Are you, are you, um, still skating the, the same shape deck that you've been skating for a long time? No, I've, I've, I've got a little bigger, I've got, like, a, a, Point zero six. Was there a run where you just skated a pharmacy shaped deck for a while? Yeah, there was. <laughs> what was it? You just liked that board? You're like, fuck it, I'm sticking to it. Like, I never skated bareback boards until that moment. Um, they're the fucking best, so I, it was hard for me to switch. <laughs> You're like, let's just go. I know this works. Let's stick to it. Yeah. Do you have any superstitions, like, when you're skating? Like, if you're going to skate a big rail or anything weird like that? I think those start happening, like, for me, once I start skating something and I'm trying it, like, I'm well into, like, like 30, 40 minutes or, like, an hour into trying something, then I develop these, like, like, oh, like, I need to extend my wheel stopped, or, like, oh, there's, like, something on my grip, or, like, oh, I need to, like, make sure there's no sand on the bottom of my shoe, but, like, at first, I don't, I don't have no concern with any stupid outside things that I need to do or anything like that, it's just, it's, it's more like, it's happening, it's happening, but once, once it, like, it's, like, over and over again, I, like, have time to, like, think about everything. Yeah. So I wouldn't say I'm, like, super, super, like, I'm not superstitious, but maybe a little stitious. <laughs> a little stitious. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. a Michael Scott quote, so I Uh-oh. can't take full credit for that. Oh, well, that's a good person to be inspired by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I wrote down, did you do well in school, but you already kind of said that it wasn't for you. <laughs> yeah, I did well up until, like, I really started skating and pharmacy like started taking me around like any skater i'm sure that starts skating and then gets sponsored in high school and then they're like fuck high school they didn't stop caring you know what i mean so i was doing well up until that point yeah or average i would say i wouldn't know about well do you think you'll ever go to college uh no i doubt it <laughs> Maybe like at a culinary school that'd be cool yeah that would be sick i i feel the same way i feel like i'd rather just take like one class something i'm just into than like general education <laughs> yeah you could do that online nowadays too like it's the access to you know um the knowledge is like all out there nowadays yeah have you ever voted i think it was all out there time just with like you just go to, to a library and like read up about something you can probably learn anything about that but just people just never really did that do you vote no i don't you're not political at all no, I, I don't know enough to, to say I am, and I don't pretend to know or, like, try to choose a side. I, I, I think, I don't think there's a lesser of the of the three or four or five evils that are out there. I think they're all going to fuck it to the end, so. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I feel like it's just kind of a show, you know? It most definitely is, but I, I just don't, yeah, I'm, I'm not political in any sense. I'm just more of a... Um, one of them's gonna fuck us. We'll see which one it is. <laughs> okay. Do you still have your Harley? Yeah, I got them both in my garage. What, what, which ones do you have? I got a 
12, a Sportster 1200 and a Night Train Softail. Dang. And what's the furthest ride you've ever gone on? Um, I did California and New York. Damn. Like, you drove all the way from Cali to New York? Yeah. Wow. Did you just, like, go for hours on end and then just, your ass must be fucking <laughs> killing you. It gets pretty sore, yeah. But then you also, you also get, like, kind of numb to it all after a while. Do you do that by yourself? No, I did it with a group of people. Sick. What do you do on those long rides? Like, do you have headphones in or? Headphones, but I like to like ride without headphones for a while too, just because it's kind of, it's, it's therapeutic in a way to like have, like you're kind of out there just thinking, you know what I mean? It's not like being in a car where you're, you're kind of confined, you're just very liberating. Yeah, that's awesome. My father was super into motorcycles uh, when I was younger. Um, he used to take me for rides on his and it was so cool, man. Are you still, you, you ever think about getting one? Do you have one? Um, <laughs> the closest I've come to, like, to ride on a motorcycle on my own was when I was skating for Birdhouse, and, uh, we were in the Blitz parking lot, and, like, my, my homie Sean Eaton, do you know Sean Eaton? Fuck yeah, I love that. <laughs> he had a motorcycle, it was, like, a smaller one, it wasn't, like, it was, like, the step up from the dirt bike, you know, like, the beginner. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. He left it, he was going on a trip and he left it in the parking lot, and then, uh, we were like, let's ride his bike while he's gone. What a dickhead move, right? <laughs> but, uh, my homie Seamus took it for a ride, and he fucking spilled it, dude, and fucking... That is cold as ice, was fucking pissed. Yeah, 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 he was pissed. But they worked it through, I believe. Um, but I gotta romp it around Blitz in the parking lot, around the, around the industrial zone, I was just romping his motorcycle, I didn't even really know what I was doing. But, uh... That's fucking sick. I didn't really know what I was doing when I first wrote mine, so... Were you nervous? Because I was. I was more anxious than nervous because I was so excited to be out, like, riding a motorcycle with all my friends and, like, cross-country trips. So it was kind of more like, like, I can't wait to do this. And then once I started riding, it was kind of like, like, can you even ride a motorcycle? And I was like, nah, I got it, I think. So <laughs> well, it, was, it was more of a, I was so anxious I didn't get the, the let the fear, the fear get the best of me. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm an overthinker, if you can't tell. I, like, overthink everything to the point of, like, where I give myself anxiety. I've gotten better at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys do a trip with America with motorcycles, right? Or you have in the past? Yeah, we had in the past. It hasn't, it hasn't happened in a while just because of, um, no one really has motorcycles anymore. Like, um, everyone pretty much sold their motorcycles after a while. Like, those trips stopped after, like, three or four years, and then... Slowly, people got rid of their stuff. What was the trip? Where'd you guys go? It was like a wild. It was called a wild ride, and it would end in like a city where we would be doing a wild in the streets. Oh, sick! Yeah, and the wild in the streets is just like all the kids come out on the streets and just fucking mob it and skate, right? Yeah. Like a go skate day, kinda. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, I think Westgate was telling me about one, maybe in Mexico. No. That was wild. He's fucking insane. Yeah, that's what he said. He said it was like so many people. It's crazy. That's cool. Does the Wild in the Street still go on with America? Yeah, they still do it every year. Sick. Alright, alright. Do you have a video part that you're most proud of? That you're like, yeah, this is the one that I'm really stoked on? Like, as far as effort-wise and, like, creating something? Mm, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy that I put out two video parts, like, in a year that were that people, I guess, respected. But, I don't know, I guess maybe even my first foundation part, like, maybe because that kind of got me started. I mean, I don't know, it's, it's hard for me to think to think about that stuff, because it's once it's done, I kind of, 
don't think about it anymore. But I always get people like, dude, your, your foundation part was sick. And I'm just like, I've had so many parts after that. <laughs> so it's just always funny to me. It's like, isn't it like, is that the only good part I've done or whatever? But I don't know. And I don't like a lot of it's not thinking about like, I'm not proud of myself because I don't think it's like a, I don't think it's just me that did the work. I mean, like the people that I worked with kind of like, it's more of a, it's more of a, like an old photo album that you look back at. It's just kind of like, not like, look what I did, I'm awesome, I'm stoked. It's more just like, God, look at these fucking memories that I've been fucking acquired on these trips and working on the Transworld property shit. Like, it's more of a, video parts are more just like photo albums to me, I guess. Yeah, I like that. I, I agree. My homie actually is going around uh, collecting old skateboard magazines. I don't know if I told you that before, but he's like collecting you told, you told me that last time. yeah he's driving around and he's going to all these shops and he's meeting up with people kevin marks and he's just collecting all like our history like photo books basically i'm like i mean that's what they are you know and you're like and i was talking to him i was like damn that's like photographers the skaters the people that print and make the magazine and like all this this collective and for you to go around and collect it i thought that was pretty sick that's that's a pretty cool thing that guy's doing that that's that's pretty rad man i mean uh, soon, soon, like magazines won't even be around, so it's it's gonna be cool to have have all that all that catalog, like all those magazines, you know. Yeah, that's crazy to think that magazines won't be around, but that's like just the way things are going. Like, yeah. you you cool with having a virtual life? Not really. I'm not too like internet savvy. Like, I don't have a Snapchat or a Facebook or anything. I I have a um, I th- the band I'm in has a Facebook. I don't run it. My friend does. That's in the band with us. And then I have I have an Instagram just because. If you don't have an Instagram, you can't be a fucking pro skater. Yeah, you'll nowadays. be lost. You'll be lost in the woods without that thing. I'll, I'll be kicked off my sponsors <laughs> if I don't have a fucking Instagram. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not afraid of any of that stuff. Like, the, the, like people are like, oh, there's no more magazines. Like, or fucking that. You know, people will just always seem to have disputes about all that. I'm, I'm, I'm more like, I'm, I'll go with the change. See what happens. You know, I'm willing to try stuff. Yeah, fucking, it's one of those things, man. As long as they don't try to get rid of skateboards because it's made out of wood and paper, <laughs> then we're good. That's, cool. that's going to actually... I know, but I don't know if I could let that go. I'm pretty positive I'd have to be... I'd be protesting and, like... <laughs> skateboards are just going to be, like, a fucking, like, 200 bucks a pop. That's just what's going to happen. They'll be like, quick, get these scooters. They're way cheaper to make, and, like, it's easier than skating. Try it out. <laughs> yeah. would, you, would you have a pro scooter? Depends on what age you're asking me. I'm sure you ask any fucking old retired skater now, like, give you 30 grand a year for the pro scooter. You'd be like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Everyone does something for money. I mean, you gotta make a living. There's gotta be a balance, though. You can't, like, give up your ideals to, for money. You can't be a whore. You gotta make the money, not let the money make you. You know what I mean? I think I. Yeah, but unfortunately, the, the money always makes, always makes the person a lot of the time. <laughs> Yeah, is a ba- is a fine balance. That's where you have to find the sweet spot. There's a sweet spot, <laughs> I believe. Yeah. Okay, so we covered that foundation. How do you make the switch from foundation to Baker? I don't know. I, I felt uh, just over years, I've got like I felt like stagnant in certain areas of my life, and I thought like I needed a change, and Baker was accepting of that change, and they they took me on. How so? You're just like fuck. I need to shake things up. I'm stuck in a rut here, or just for whatever reason, you needed something, a change. And did you reach out to them, or did it come to you? Or 
It was a little bit of both. I would say they're like, what do you think about Ryan for Baker? And I was just like, yeah, I'm fucking down. I mean, it's Baker. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to ride for Baker, you know? And then, and it was awesome for the time being. It was great. I, like, it was amazing. Yeah. Then how do you sort of... I got that itchy feeling again. I wanted to shake things up. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. Foundation and Baker are both sick brands to skate for, so it's cool to have the opportunity to do both, you know, at that time. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. All right, so how long did you ride for Baker? I think like about maybe like four or five years. Um, That's a good run. Maybe like, yeah, four four years or so. Was like, so Andrew Reynolds was your boss? Sort of? Uh, <laughs> no, I've never had a boss. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, was he like, he started Baker, correct? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he, of course. He, he, it was him and, uh, I think it was like him, Ellington, and Jim were like the, the Baker guys, you know what I mean? The, 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 the guys that started. I'm not exactly too sure on that, but I know, I know that's like their thing. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was fucking, it was Baker, you know, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, those dudes shred. The whole thing is, um, sick. So why what why did to toy machine? It just was one of those things like with Baker it just seemed like a natural thing, you know, it wasn't like a they were accepting of my my indecisive mind and they took me on and I was like, This seems like a good fit and it has been. That's sick. Yeah, I I'm I've switched like in throughout skating, like I started with Fibro and I remember I had to quit Fibro to ride for Birdhouse. And that, like, to me, because Fibro was owned by Steve Rodriguez, who is, like, my friend. He kind of introduced me to, like, the skateboard industry. That guy's awesome. Yeah. yeah. For, so when I had to quit, when I had to quit Fibro, because I had the opportunity to ride for Tony Hawk's company, I was like, it was like breaking up with a girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's fucked. I mean, it's a shitty situation, you know? Totally. It's, it's, it's never a thing that you want to do. I mean, like, every company that I've ever ridden for, it's always been based on like friendship you know what i mean so when you're moving on you 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 hope and you you like you really hope that the friendship remains it doesn't just like go with the company you know yeah i think it's just like the way you do it like if you handle yourself professionally and you you explain yourself like hey this is what i'm feeling like i want to try something then the transition could be smoother you know yeah i think a very important thing about it too is is i was really adamant about wanting to respect, like, Foundation and Baker when when I, like, left. Like, I didn't want to, like, leave and just leave. I wanted to be like, hey, like, how do I, how do we leave, like, on good terms, like, with boards and, like, money and, like, you guys? Like, to me, that's, that was, like, a very important thing because, obviously, I respected Foundation for what they did for me and same thing with Baker, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're literally working. Even though it's skateboarding, you're still literally working with people and everyone's trying to make a living and do what they love, you know? So you can't just, like, you know, dick off, <laughs> like, sometimes. Has skating ever felt like a job to you? Of course, yeah. I get to have many times, you know? Like, if you do something long enough, you'll you'll develop things that you don't like about it. Um, so, yeah, like, and just tedious things. Oh, not tedious things, but just, just like, things that aren't, like let's go film a, like a shoot commercial or like let's film, let's let's shoot you for like the catalog you know and it's like and it's funny because like people like strive to be models and shit and you, like skaters like I mean some skaters um, but like for me I'm like I don't want to be like photographed that way I want to be I just want to skate you know but I mean that's like that's like the times where you you feel like it's a job but it's really not. 
Yeah, it's definitely not like a labor job. You're not out in the hot sun like fucking shoveling a ditch. <laughs> For sure, it's I'm not, not. I'm not taking like I'm not I'm not like taking an order from someone at a restaurant that's being an asshole. So yeah, that's true. I mean, it's calling it a job is is saying is not saying much. <laughs> But even skating can be work. And I like that. Sometimes it's like you work at something. So it's like, I like I like that. I don't mind that. Alright. Um, why is Josh Harmony so awesome? Fuck, if I knew that, I would drink that potion and try to be as awesome as him. But <laughs> I don't know. His parents did a real great job with that guy. Yeah. I've met him, I met him a bunch of times and he's a class act for sure. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. I love that man. And he's got a good, strong, strong jawline as well. <laughs> you can set your watch to that jaw. It's fantastic. He's <laughs> a handsome man. I'm jealous. <laughs> um, he's a fellow musician as well. Yeah, he's an amazing musician. Yeah, I I gotta look into his music more. What's his What's his band? Isn't it with his lady? He's just, he's just Josh Harmony. Oh, sick. That's right. Yeah, he, he put out some music with his wife as well. He's got, he he's has like three or four, not like six or something albums out. Holy shit. Like he has a lot of stuff. He, he covers music and uh, he covers like gospel and religious music, which is pretty cool. I mean, a lot of, a lot, a lot of it to some people might be a little, seem a little religious, but I mean, I like that type, I like all types of music, you know? And like, he's like a good singer and a good, he plays guitar really well. So like, I, I think it's all good stuff, you know? As long as you can feel what he's singing about, you know, or like, as long as there's something behind it, you know? If people really care about something and they express themselves, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, he also had a band after he put out a bunch of stuff. So he basically put out like six or seven solo albums that were just him. Then he started like a psychedelic kind of surfy band, instrumental. And that stuff's really fucking good too. And that band's called Freckles. Oh, so, sick. Check all that shit out. He's fucking awesome. And he's, he's still... Well I'm sorry, do, does he still have a board on Toy Machine? He does. Sick. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there any other musicians on Toy Machine? I think Colin plays music. He plays drums and bass, like, really fucking loud and awesome. Uh, Daniel plays guitar. Um, I think Billy Marks plays, like, guitar. He, he's, does, he can do everything. Uh, I, I think everyone kind of, like, picks up guitars and, like, strums them, you know what I mean? I just think Toy Machine would make a sick band name. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should just make an album for the sake of it. Just a one-time thing. Like, we're just the Toy Machine album or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm jealous of all you guys. Fucking motherfuckers. Alright, um... Do you have a lady? I do. You Are you engaged, married, uh, girlfriend, boyfriend? Sick, how long you been with your lady? A little while. I'd rather not talk about that, though. Oh, alright, sorry. <laughs> I'm engaged, that's why I asked. <laughs> I've been engaged for years. For years? How yeah. Long, what's the limit? I don't know. My lady's kind of chill about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> she pole dances and I skateboard, so I'm not mad at any of it. <laughs> pretty, that's pretty sick. She does, like, fitness competitions and uh, she's competed in pole dancing and won some stuff and, like... It's like, really? it's, yeah, it's like skating to her. Yeah, you guys both skate rails. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except her rails, are, her, her rails are way harder. I've actually tried it, and I like it's so hard to yeah, do. They're way steeper than yours. <laughs> <when you're> skating. <laughs> exactly. And they're aluminum. They're the worst. 
worse, so fuck that. Yeah, that's true. I always look at an aluminum rail, and I'm like, for sure it's going to stick on a grind. Maybe the slide will work, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm serious, though. I'm not lying. So Everyone's like, are you lying? I'm like, no, nah, it's just what she's into. It's sick. <laughs> I'm not knocking it, man. But that's why I asked about girls, but that's all right. <laughs> I thought maybe you were engaged. No, never. Would you no ever have... to you. Would you ever have kids? Uh, right now, I mean, I... Right now, I... It's a very stern, no, I don't want to have kids. Could you picture a little Leo running around? I, that, that sounds like a nightmare to me. <laughs> I'd rather not picture it. <laughs> I'm just trying to freak you out. <laughs> you, trying to, you trying to have kids? Nah, nah, I like that you flipped the script right there, though. <laughs> not at all. We both want to put our, <laughs> we both want to put our money and our time into, like, what we're into, like, because we're both really happy with it, you know, like, so... Yeah. Kids take money, I imagine. And time. They take a lot of time. They take all your money. They take all your fucking money, I think, until they're dead, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, and your time and your emotions and all that shit. And it's like, I don't know. I enjoy, like, I enjoy this right now. (laughs) Um, If you had to fight one pro skateboarder, you had to. Like, in a fake world that I just made up in my head, you have to fight one pro skateboarder. Who is it and why? That's a tough one. It can be based uh, on anything. Size, it could ba- be based on personality, it could be based on anything. Alright. Um. Hmm. Start spitballing. Throw a couple out there. Jamie Thomas. No. Mike. I, he'd fight dirty. <laughs> Mike V. Mike V. <laughs> Mike V wouldn't be fun to fight though, because he would be like. Good. Too- crazy <laughs> he'd be good he'd be like he'd, he'd be like getting having it being filmed and it'd be in his next fight <laughs> DVD and you don't want to be on that i'm trying to think of someone that would be fun to fight billy marks like he would have a good time billy marks you could be the marks, marks. Uh, you're as are you as tall as billy you guys like the same size yeah we're like about the same size but that's not even it it's i'm i'm, I'm thinking more like because i don't really hate any skater i don't want to like yeah no any skater any harm because you know? like, I, I mean, skaters get hurt. That's what their job is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to, like, fuck anyone up. I just, like, I want to have, like, a good, like, I don't know. It would be fun. <laughs> like. Simon Woodstock. That's, you see, I don't, I don't really know that guy. He used to um, juggle knives and do kickflips. Like, like, Josh Casper might be fun. Like, that guy is weird. <laughs> I feel like he would beat you up, though. Like Josh Casper. He would probably beat you up, but like, but I would be stoked. I was like, I got to hang out with Josh Casper. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to fight someone that like I could see all the time or like whatever. Because it's like I don't care to like whatever. Like with Josh Casper, if I got to fight with him, there would be like conversation, and I would be like, all right, you kicked my ass. What's up, Josh Casper? Like, what the fuck? Where have you been? Like, is Casperholic still a website? Like, what the fuck is gonna? Like, I feel like I would get a lot out of that than anything else. Oh, dude, the rock. I don't want to beat anyone up. I don't really want to fight anyone, you know. I don't want to cause anyone harm just because I would don't want to fuck my wrist up, like, and not be able to skate. But I would get my ass kicked by Josh Casper just to, like, hang out with them before and after. Just for the promotion alone, Ride Channel would put that all over there. It'd be a huge headline, and it'd be, you'd be, your sponsors would give you a raise. Probably. I'd probably get a lot of followers, maybe. (laughs) I'd probably, yeah. Fight, just fight him for a social bump. You're like, I want an Instagram bump. That's how it is. Yeah. Wait, is this like, are we going, to, are we going into a ring to fight, or is this just like a, like a street thing? Or Ooh. Like, are we, are we, 
Are yeah. we going in d- deeper into this uh, this uh, fictitious no? Let's keep hypothetical. Let's keep going. I say it's a boxing ring and everybody's there. Like all your Instagram followers and all his are there as well. It's fucking. It's a show. Like that, you. That's the only people that are there. Instagram followers. We should check how many followers Josh Casper has because it might not be worth it. You might want to fight someone like that has more followers. <laughs> I don't care about followers. I care about story, and there's a great story with Josh Casper. Ooh, I like that. A narrative. A good narrative about that. It is, because he's... If Josh Casper is listening to this, if he even knows who the fuck I am, I I hope he knows that I don't want to fight him and have no problem with him. I I would only want to just to, like, hang out with him. Hypothetically. It's a made-up world. And he was like, when he, it's funny because when I, when I was like watching magazines and stuff, the storm was like the biggest video and he was killing it. Like, it wasn't really my favorite type of skating to watch, but like, god damn. So that story, like you're talking about stories, that's a beautiful story. Leo Romero fought Josh Casper. <laughs> that would be amazing. And, got it, and he got his ass kicked by him. <laughs> <laughs> I, someone should film, make a DVD, I'd buy it. Ten bucks, I'd buy it. <laughs> Thank you for entertaining my silliness. Yeah, I just want to hang out with Josh Casper. Well, like, I wouldn't fight anyone. It's not worth it. Unless I had to. Like, if like if there's a situation where someone's putting hands on someone, then I'll do it. I've been in that situation, but, like, I would never search for a fight or, like, try to, like, call someone out. Like, you, would you, have you ever done that? Have you ever been in a real fight? I've gotten jumped. Oh, that sucks. Um, but... But I would, yeah, I would, like, to me, like, I don't care enough of, about someone, like, to, like, want to fight them, like, where I would be, like, I'm, like, gonna fight you where the point where I can, like, A, and I don't mean it's, like, I'm so crazy, but, like, I might, like, fucking, like, break your neck or, like, or I might break my neck and, like, if I broke my neck fighting someone, I'd be, like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, you could. But, I mean, obviously, there's, there's situations that people always use, like, if my girlfriend was getting hit, then, yeah, you would think in that moment you would want to fight someone but i mean in real world standards it's just like i don't really give a fuck about anyone enough to fight them yeah even i know like alcohol can lead to that sometimes like if you're out i don't really go to bars or anything anymore like but like if you're out at a bar and everyone's drinking and then like people are talking shit and then i can see why you could get into a fight but um yeah yeah i mean me and my friends it's kind of the opposite when we get drunk we become more I mean, we're pretty, like, all me and my friends, we're all, like, really jokey and, like, pretty, like, fucking, like, what up? Like, we're just really friendly, so, like, and when we get drunk, we just become, we, instead of, like, like high-fiving, we're, like, have our arms around each other, we're just like, fuck you. Yeah, so, yeah. Someone would have to be really bummed on the fact that we're having such a good time to want to fight us. <laughs> hey, see those dudes? They're fucking high-fiving, let's go kick their ass. <laughs> let's pretend <laughs> that's... feeling it right now, let's fuck them up. But that happens sometimes, people suck. You're gonna be, dude. This is what's gonna happen. Where do you live right now? Which city? Are you Southern California, right? Um, All right. So you're at, you're at you're gonna be at the Red Room, and what's gonna happen is Josh Castro's gonna rock, walk in with his crew, and they're gonna be pissed because they see you guys high fiving and like playing music, and they're gonna pick a fight with you. I just predicted that shit on my show. I would, I, I would be so stoked if that happened. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, switching gears. Switching gears, Leo. What's the coolest place you've traveled to? Um, I think that's more based on, like, the people that I was with. Um, because I've been to, like, places that I really enjoyed. 
and then I've gone back and it wasn't as awesome. Like gone to France a couple times and like it was it was always been great, but there's sometimes where you're just like, fuck, that was a good trip, you know what I mean? Or went to Madrid and like, fuck, that was a great trip. So it's I guess it's all based on people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you been um to China or like Japan? I've been to China and Japan. Yeah, both the it's like culture shock because like I've been to Europe and it's not that different it's different lifestyle a little bit but it still has similarities then you go over i I mean i imagine i haven't been to china in a long time but when i went it was so like foreign you know like just completely different yeah it's pretty crazy out there um i like austin texas because the food there (laughs) barbecue yeah barbecue but there's this restaurant called uchi that's my fucking one of my favorite restaurants it's super fucking good what kind of food but also i i, I, I like a lot of places in, in the states as well like i like the south i like i like or really like idaho and i like denver those are places that, that i like like i mean just like as, as aesthetically you know what i mean and, and places to go to yeah um do you drink coffee not really i mean on trips when i'm like a couple days in the trip and per- feeling pretty tired and need to perk up you know Smoke weed? No. You have, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not for you? No, I like it. I just, I just, I'm, I've never been, like, uh, like, I smoke weed every day. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, I'm, like, drunk. and like, let me fucking smoke some weed. Or, like, on a, on a skate trip or one, like, skate day, just, like, people passing around a joint, I just pick it up and just smoke it real quick. Yeah. Nothing against weed by any means. I just, I just don't have the, I'm not gnarly enough to smoke it as much <laughs> as fucking like all the other dudes do <laughs> it's pretty gnarly yeah when i was younger i'd smoke weed and hang out with idiots because i was an idiot <laughs> and it was fun and then i stopped for a long time because it gave me it like heightened my anxiety really bad um oh really yeah how's how does it affect you it, i just want to watch simpsons and eat fruit <laughs> sick <laughs> or like eat food it's pretty <laughs> it helps me sleep which that's what i like about it but I mean, I'd become a fucking fat ass if I smoked weed. I'd become just like, I would just listen to music and watch television and eat. I'd become pretty fucked, I'm sure, if I continuously smoke weed. I'm such the opposite. It's fucked up. I have a bunch of friends that say that. It makes them tired and then they just want to chill. And I'm like the opposite. <laughs> it gets me hyped. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. <laughs> what's the, what's one thing you bought with your skateboard money that you like? Maybe didn't, like, that was very extravagant. Like, more than you expected to spend money on. I, I bought a, a, a 1972 Chevy Chevelle. And that was like, I'm going to get, like, my dream car. And I got it. And I didn't know what I was buying because it was, like, a classic car. So I didn't know. It was an old car, so I didn't know what to look for. So I kind of bought, like, a lemon. Oh, but man. it was a learning experience, you know, and it, it, like, unfortunately, like, it didn't work out, but I kind of sucked. But I sold it and, like, made money off it. Oh, where? Or not made a little money off it. I'm gonna say I made money off it, but made a little money off it. Yeah, you, like, broke even. You made a little extra. <laughs> yeah, so, basically, I would say that. Were you gonna fix it up? Do you know anything about cars? Well, like, I got it with thinking it was already like fixed up you know and then once i bought it like i switched like fucking seven starters on it and then it just was a fucking piece of shit damn well peace (laughs) um damn skate of the year 2010 what video parts there was that it was the america stay golden brainwash but that was two years that was in one year that was like right around the same time yeah did you have interviews in every mag 
I think I maybe had one interview in a mag. I was just wondering what it takes to win that thing, because, like, it's a, it's a small list of skateboarders that get in there. Yeah, I, I mean, nowadays I'm sure it's a different criteria, just with how much is pumped into it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think about it, because I was too busy with, like, the video parts, but... It was more a thing where sponsors were like, "Like you might be able to win. It's just like, I don't need more pressure on me than like filming two video parts. Like, I don't really care to have that pressure on me. And I, I didn't mean it like I don't care to have that pressure on me. Like I don't think what, what they do is awesome and that they gave it to me. I'm definitely honored. And whoever's gotten it in the past, like, I'm sure they deserve it. But it was just like in the, in the height of like filming two video parts to throw another fucking thing on there it's kind of like fuck like i don't want to have to think about that shit yeah i think that's like that but you pulled it off so that's good dude i feel like that if that was me i might I'm, i don't know <laughs> that pressure could make me pop but <laughs> that's sick though yeah did you go up on stage and everything with like phelps and that whole thing did they do like a celebration yeah um i went and got a suit and sick. i felt really like yeah i felt like i felt really odd doing it and I don't know I just felt weird and I got a suit and obviously I got drunk and I made like a I just like made a funny speech because I was drunk I don't, I don't even remember what I said but I remember like I said something like right and I put the microphone and felt and I was like ah sh- shut the hell up <laughs> and uh yeah it was fun I mean it was it was it was it was an un, it was an unreal experience like having that much attention on you it's kind of like for something that you were kind of like well this, this is like like, this is fucking crazy. Like, this is a, a really big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you don't really think about it until it's, like, happening. Because it's all, like, magazines and people are just telling you. And then, then it happens. And you're like, oh, my God. This is this is fucking real. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, Thrasher's like a Bible to, to skaters, you know? Like, so many people. To win that accolade or to, like, get that is pretty rad. It's a height in a career, for sure. Yeah. I mean, definitely. It... it it, it's, it's something where I wasn't thinking about it when I was filming for my video parts and then it happened and then obviously it had residual effects um, and now it's just a joke that people make fun of me about all my friends. <laughs> Do they call you a street skater of the year every year? <laughs> no, they just, they, just, they just say like, you know, just like when, when we're out skating and and it's like a rough day and it's like, damn, like... 2010 was a long time ago, and just like, or just stupid shit like that, or whatever, and, or just like, hey, can I sit here? It's like, of course you can, you're Sody, and it's just like, oh my god. It's yeah. a funny joke now, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> Here's what you do, Leo. You bring a backpack to the session one time when you're gonna battle a trick, and then when you land it, you break out the trophy. Do you still have it? It's at my mom's house. Oh, that would be hilarious, though. Like, when they're, ri- when they're giving you shit, just like, unzip the bag and kind of show them the trophy and put it back in there. <laughs> What they'll say is they look at it like, yep, 2010, still a long time ago. <laughs> Hanging on to your relics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a really old trophy you fucking lugging around there. <laughs> you should have got it fucking chain, get a chain, and like, then you could rock it around like DMX and you'd be chilling. That would be sick, yeah. No one's done that yet. Or Flav of Flav. He's already done it. Sorry. He has a skater of the year necklace? No, he has the clock. I don't know why he has the clock. Maybe he won the clock, but... (laughs) Maybe maybe he's a great time teller or something. Maybe he just loves time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, Okay, moving on, moving on. What's the worst 
worst road trip you've been on? Like, not because of the people, but, like, has there been a trip where you just, like, it didn't work out at all? Yeah, the trip I broke my ankle on. Recently? Yeah, it was a toy machine to North Carolina, and just, like, the beginning of the trip, it, it rained for, like, a couple days, and it was cold, and we went to an indoor park, and then I broke my ankle, so that was the worst trip I've ever been on. Oh, you went to an indoor park and did it? Yeah. Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> Bump in the road, though. Bump in the road. Yeah. Do you ever do any uh, exercises, like, uh, in the pool? No, um, I don't have any access to pools, but I do, like, stretches and stuff, and then I exercise my ankle just when I go to physical therapy. Right. Yeah, I do it in the pool. It, like, takes off, like, a lot of the pressure, so you can really, like, fucking do heel raises and all that stuff. I do that stuff all the time. Like, when I'm really sore, I'll go in the water and try to go in the salt water, too. It's, like, super good for your body. Yeah. All right. Are you optimistic or pessimistic? Where do you stand about the world? Uh, I guess it depends on the day. I, I sometimes want the world to crash and burn, and sometimes I enjoy myself. Do what do you think about as like a collective? Are we gonna kill ourselves with like, like what do you think's going on? Do you, do you even think about that at all? Yeah, I I, I think. I think we're definitely ruining ourselves, but, I mean, there's a lot to say about what, like, people are doing, trying to find intelligent life out there, like, the innovations with robotics and how, event, like, we might end up being, like, like, it's just, like, there's, there's so much, there's, there's, like, that's, like, a, such a vast question to try to answer with what's going to happen, because you don't really know, I mean, like, I was reading something that we might already be, like, a simulation and simulation might like shut down and we might end and it's just like what we it's there's just so much fucking shit to it you know i'll get i'll get trippy with you what if like uh well we know you can create life you know what i mean like and we can like create artificial stuff as well so like what if we can get to that point and we just keep going then we could create life so what if that what if we can do that then maybe that means someone behind us could have done that and that's where we could be the simulation Yeah, I mean, there's just, there, there's so, there, there's, it's such a vast topic, or just a, a, a huge topic to talk about, just because, I mean, there's, there's so many ways, like, where, where we are going, I mean, I don't, I don't, like, who knows what we're going, or all we can say is, like, where we've been, and do I think we're, we'll defeat ourselves? I think, eventually, like, yeah, we're killing ourselves. We kill ourselves every day by smoking and getting hammered and fucking skating, so. Yeah. We're all defeating ourselves it trips me out i think about this shit a lot the technology is interesting we're like making artificial intelligence that's what we're doing we're like extending our our senses you know like all the social media virtual reality it's like avatars we're like putting our emotions into machines basically and wires it's kind of crazy it's pretty sick do you ever do psychedelics fuck yeah like mushrooms yeah 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 i've never done them i'd like to try acid yeah. You haven't done mushrooms? No, I want to. Not Fucking that. Awesome. Yeah, not that I ever would. Not that I wouldn't. I just never had the opportunity. Oh, it's fucking amazing! It's such a good time. What is it like? Do you I just... Was just on a trip. What do you do? What does it feel like? Are you chirping out? Are you like happy? It, it reminds me of being a little kid in a place for the first time. That's what it's like. The best way I can explain it. It's like you. It's like you know when you go to a big house when you're a little kid, like you're going to your grandma's house for the first time and it's huge and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is that like taxidermy? You're like, that's scary. I don't even 
want to go near it and you're like, I kind of want to go up to it. And you walk <laughs> up to it and you get scared and run away and like other adults that you see or other kids are just weird to you because you don't know them. Yeah. Because like when you're on mushrooms and like people that aren't on mushrooms are around, you're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, that's weird. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> so it kind of is like that to me. It's like being a little kid in a place for the first time. Yeah, that's kind of sick because little kids, they like have a real clear like um, vision of the world. They have like fresh lenses, you know? Well, they're just, it's just more vibrant to them. It's, it's like, when you, when, it, like, imagine seeing something for the first time again. Like, that would be like, holy shit, what the fuck is that? Cro-? Like, you look at a crocodile, like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> so, it, you kind of, like, behave that way. Like, you go through a forest, or, like, you just look at it like a fucking fire, like, oh my god, look at that thing. That thing's insane. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, I like that. I recommend doing them in, like, in a camping setting. If you go camping ever with your lady, you should bring, like, two eights, and just, you guys should pop them and just fucking have a good time. Oh, uh, damn. Well, thank you. I hope that happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I think that's right. I think more people should trip out. Like, I'm not saying on mushrooms or whatever. Whatever it is that does it for you, like, makes you get out of your norm. Because I feel like uh, that's very healthy. Like, because we get stuck in patterns and in uh, perspectives, the way we think and our thought patterns. And then to grow, you almost have to, like, shatter all that. And, like, see it again for the first time and then revisit it so you can... Because we're growing, you know? Like, we're getting... We're in time, so we're growing and then things are different as you get older, you know? You look at it differently, you experience it differently, you feel it differently. I think... I don't know. (laughs) I trip out because I look at these people, they work these jobs, they're just, like... They have no passion, no lust, they're just, like... They almost seem like slaves, you know? Like, and I'm like, ah, you just are stuck in a paradigm, you know? Yeah. Maybe they just do mushrooms when they're not on work, or maybe they're all on mushrooms. Maybe they're working on mushrooms. I think a lot of people got. I think a lot of people got. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people got to start with exercise. Maybe just get your heart going, because I know I know some people that like they don't even get a sweat. Like I, that was, you were saying earlier about skating. It's like just breaking a sweat it feels great. Getting your heart beating is sick. Uh, yeah, man, get that blood pumping. <laughs> That's cool. And you never done acid though, you said. No, but my friend Dylan. He said, he's like, if you ever want to do acid, do it with me. I'm, I'm a great shaman. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll gladly do it. He's a shaman. <laughs> I hear it's me- like it's mellower than mushrooms. So it's like, that to me, it's like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Crazy. You ever done a float tank? What's that? Um, Sensory deprivation tank. Oh, no, I've never done that. But that sounds pretty fucking rad. Yeah, that's why I always ask about psychedelics. Because I've done a float tank and... uh it kind of puts you out of your mind because you go into like 10 inches of water, salt water. It's like 600 pounds of salt. So it's like a huge Epsom salt bath. And uh, you lay in 10 inches of water. And when you lay back, it just forces you to float. And you go inside a tank so it cuts yeah. off. You can't see anything. You have earplugs in. You can't hear. And you can't really feel anything. The water is heated to your temperature, your body. So like it cuts off all your senses and you float for like an hour like you're in space. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty rad. So, like, but that's why I always ask about psychedelics because I wonder the experience if it's similar. Like, after 20 minutes of being in the float tank, my mind just kind of races and I see patterns and colors and, like, but it's, like, chill. It's not, like, crazy or anything. But I'm not interacting with people. That would be way scary. Maybe a little scarier. Yeah, it's, I would say it's way, it's, a, they're, they're, it's way different than doing mushrooms to doing that. <laughs> Or any other psychedelic, I'm sure. If you ever find a float tank place, I would suggest doing it just for the physical, like, um, the healing properties. Because 
dude, imagine taking an Epsom salt bath for an hour, but it's so buoyant it causes you to float. So think about all the swelling in your body, especially because the years of skating and all that stuff. Dude, when you get out of that thing, you feel like you're a little kid again. It's not too bad either. It's like an hour float for like 60 bucks or something. That's not bad. Are you guys working on a... To switch the gears completely different, are you working on an album? Because I know you guys put out that video, like a single. Um, yeah, we put out an EP and we're working on a... We've been working on an album for like a year and a half, but not like consistently because I'm always busy like skating and doing whatever, you know. We're putting something out like towards the end of the year. Sick. That's awesome. That's gonna... And you've never done that before. That'll be your first time? That'll be, like, our first, like, full album. Right. That seems like a cool thing to pull off. It's pretty fun. It's 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 crazy the amount of people that have come along and joined the party and played, you know what I mean? Definitely appreciate it. You, you gotta make it, like, super fun. That way everyone wants to stay with it, you know? Like, I feel like life could pull... Like, bands break up all the time, you know? Yeah. I don't... It's funny, because, like, I don't even think of this as a band... I, like it's only that like because we need a name to play shows but it's always like revolving like i sometimes play with just me and the guitar player or me and my friend that plays violin and or me and like the, my buddy eric that plays keyboard it's like it's always like sometimes i just play a show by myself so it's like it's it's like not even a band it's just a group of fans it's that just like you know sometimes your buddy just comes over and then the next night or the next week you're like all your friends come over it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like that yeah, that's a way better approach. <laughs> it's a, like you were saying yeah, earlier. I mean, but it's not, even, it's not even an approach. It's just like a thing that happens naturally, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's because I just want to be in a band. <laughs> so that's why I keep wording it like that. I'm like, I just want to be in a band so bad, even though I don't know how to sing or play. Uh, I just want to live through you guys, so just keep killing it. <laughs> Alright, we will. I was hanging out with Westgate like last weekend. We went skating, and I told him I spoke with you. And then he, he told me, he was like, oh yeah, Leo, he does bro style. And I didn't even know that. I, is that, did you start that? Yeah, me and my friend Griffin started that. When did that start? It started about like almost five years ago. Damn, that's sick. Five years? Maybe, maybe four. Almost four. I'm terrible with timing. But yeah, like about almost four years ago, I would say. How, how'd that come to be? We were drunk. At Daniel Lutheran's house, <laughs> Daniel Lutheran's parents' house, and I was on a van's trip, and we were just like, how fun it would be, like, like, what kind of company do you have to start to, like, be on a trip with all your friends? And then someone's like, like, start a fucking grip tape company, those should be, that should be the fucking, those are retarded, like, you don't have to do shit for those. <laughs> and we were just like, and, uh, not, and, and, not, and I don't mean, like, like, cause there's, like, other grip tape companies, I mean, whatever, but whatever about them, but it's like, it's, you don't have to take it as seriously, like, Shake John is, like, awesome, because it's like, those guys, obviously, they're, they're, like, have chickens on their fucking grip tape, like, they don't take themselves seriously, and they're fucking all awesome guys, you know? It's very fun. Yeah, it's fun, you know what I mean? So you look at that, and, like, and he, that's what he was, like, in a, in a very drunken state, that's what we, we were trying to say, it's like, you, you don't have to, like, you don't have to pretend or, like, try to be too serious, you know what I mean? And, like, we were kind of going off, like how Shake Jen is, because it's like, those guys are rad, because they're doing their own thing, you know what I mean? It's not like, whatever, so for us, it's just like, yeah, how do we do, like, our own thing, and it's just like, I don't know, like, thumbs up, like, that's pretty funny, you know, and then dudes were down, and it kind of spawned from that, it was just a domino effect. <laughs> Did you start with grip tape? 
Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's been grip tape, and then we just have, like, shirts and some small apparel stuff. That's sick, man. That's cool. And what about, like, um, the name? Was it just you guys all came out with it together? Well, it's just, like, what, we make, like, like, jokes about, like, 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 homosexual jokes, like, just stuff, like, about, like, being on a motorcycle with, like, like, if I drive someone, it's like, oh, like, what's up with you guys? Like, why, like, and it's just like, ah, it's fucking bro style. Like, like, there, there was no dispute about any type of, like, or, or like, how anything could be bad, because it would always be bro style. Like, no matter what it is, like, it's all bro style. Like, it's how, good. Like, yeah, like, you fucking want to kiss your bro, or, like, whatever, it's bro style. Like, it, it, it kind of came from that. It's something so silly, you know? Yeah. So... We, we we felt free and liberated that we don't we didn't have any confines by any type of sexual orientation or or, or any type of or anything we just anything we want it's just we just call it bro style so it came from that. That's so funny. <laughs> That's awesome though. And do you does it feel like you're running a business? No, I mean it. it when there's like stuff to do, it's definitely like we gotta get shit. But no, it's more fun than anything. Sick. Is that an ironing board in the background? It is. Keeping shit fresh, I see. Yeah, I, I iron everything before I go skate. Do you really? No, I don't. It's oh. my, my lid. Oh, damn. I, was, I thought that, that was going to be awesome. I was going to be like, whoa, I never would have <laughs> expected that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Windsor James, I think, or I think he said he ironed his clothes. And like sick. A, he's awesome. Yeah, he's so good at skateboarding. I don't think I've ever met him, or if I have, it's been briefly, but his skating is fucking sick. Okay. Mike Sinclair, do you have any good Sinclair stories? I mean, all of them are, you could just, he's just fucked. He's hilarious. He can't eat the majority of foods that are out there. He's, he can't, or he doesn't like to fly. He's. Wait, 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 he can't eat food? He doesn't want to eat food? He only likes, like, chilies and, like, (laughs) Del Taco. He can't eat, like, a a salad or a vegetable. That, to me, is fucking crazy. Oh man, <laughs> um, he's the, he's pink. He's like a pink cartoon character. <laughs> he's, he's fat, which is also funny. And he's okay with it, I imagine, because I've seen jokes, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think most people that are fat and stay fat, they're probably okay with it. They're like, "Fuck it." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely one of the like uh, very unique personality in skateboarding. He's great, though. He's an awesome guy. Is he? I, I say all that with, with nothing but love for the guy. Obviously. Isn't he your team manager? He is, yeah. He's helped <laughs> me out a lot, too, and just with that, you know, so he's an awesome guy. Nah. Sweetheart, sweetheart of a wife, two cute pugs, so he's a great dude. At least when he wants to kick you off, he can just blame the Shetler show because you called him fat. Now he's got a reason. God damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I've called him fat multiple times. <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he kicks me off, I'm sure he's going to relish it and just be like, yep, here it is. It's fucking, finally I'm going to kick you off. <laughs> Wait, is there, um, oh, one of the skate brands you ride for, don't they kick people off by taking them to Olive Garden? Am I right? No, that was, that was an, that was an America story. Oh, really? What is that story? Because I always, me and my homies always bring that up. I'm always like, yeah, if you go to Olive Garden, you're in trouble. <laughs> it was, it was when, I feel bad saying it, but it was when Matt Allen got kicked off America, or let go, I'm sorry. When he got let go from America, they took him to go eat like anyone would. They took him to a restaurant, and, and Jeff Anderson did it like 
He did, like, he took him to go eat and was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Like, it wasn't any type of, like, cold way of doing it. Yeah. And for some reason, we called it, like, it was a Mexican restaurant, but we said it was Olive Garden. <laughs> and it, that stuck for some reason. So, like, if Jed's taking you to Olive Garden, and then that means it's bad. It's curtains for you. Yeah. But it was, it, it was, like, like, the story is, like, nothing like the joke became. It was, like, Jed did it, like, in a very sweet way, took him out to dinner and... Told him, the, told him, like, the situation. But we turned it into, like, yeah, Jet fucking showed up at Olive Garden, like, fucking kicked him off, and, like, it, we, we turned it into something that it was not. It's so that's kind of the story. It's because you guys like stories, so you had to, like, to make it okay, yeah, it turned into a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's because we have short attention spans, and we're idiots, so we just make up something. <laughs> but, dude, next time he's like, yo, let's go to Olive Garden, you're going to second-guess yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I just, I hate all the bread for that reason. Yeah, the breadsticks, too, they gave me diarrhea once. Really oh, bad. Shit. Even more of a reason to stay away. Yeah, for sure. We go to Cracker Barrel on our trips. Like, I love Cracker Barrel. You ever been there? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I've spent probably a considerable amount of per diem in that store of shit that never amounted to anything. <laughs> it's all in your trash bin right now, bro. <laughs> it's, it's all, it's just, yeah, just crap that I... Never, like, that never survived more than three days on the trip. That just, or it's gone. Yeah, so that's, like, now when I, whenever we're on a trip, I told them on my Cracker Barrels where I'm going to kick the first dude off. Like, you guys are all fucked. So if we go to Cracker Barrel, and then I just take him every trip to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I just like to torture people. But it's because I was inspired by you guys. I think uh, that's a beautiful story, as shitty as the situation it was. Is Matt Allen still... It's, 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 it's based off a true event, that, but this, it's completely dramatized. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Have you ever tried to um, write like a short, like a movie or like... Because um, I saw the music video you guys made. Did you contribute to that or was that someone else's idea? Or That was someone else's idea. And that was very silly. But yeah, I've never... No, nah, I've never thought about writing anything in that in that vein. Yeah, it seems like it'd be pretty cool to do, though. Yeah, I mean, if you could do it, yeah, that'd be awesome. I like that video. I like the song. It sounds like, um, like country music, almost. Yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely that vibe to it. Yeah, that, it was fun. I mean, it's all, the, the video is stupid. Like, any way you look at it, it's, it's a stupid video. But it was fun, because I've never had a film music video, and we were in there with costumes, and our buddy Mark, who was the smaller guy he like was trying to hook up with the fucking you know he was in the front seat eventually with the girl yeah I remember like he trying to hook up with that chick so that was pretty funny yeah i thought it was a cool video I, I i enjoyed it i i like when people create stuff like i've been super into animation and like um stuff like that like the building blocks of things like putting videos together like i've been super obsessed with that and i was like yeah. um i was just wondering what that would be like you should try to write one of your videos. I, I mean, fuck, that's a whole different animal right there. But you, you do you write the song? What's that? Yeah, I write all the songs. So then you should write the video too because you're writing the song, you know? I feel. That would be sick. I mean, there's probably no wrong or right way, but... You there? Maybe next time when we, when we get the, the film... Yeah, when we get the video, when we get the music video budget next time, I'll, I'll try to go for it. Uh, sick. No, just film it with your phone. Fuck it. Who cares? Uh, you got a connection with like an Olo clip or a Death Lens. Just hook that up. Get your phone. Make a sick video. I'll watch it. 
<laughs> Do you have um a favorite Bob Dylan song? Because I know we talked about Bob Dylan before. You were hyped on it. There. Yeah, I'm here. Do you have a favorite Bob Dylan song? Because I know we talked about Bob Dylan before. You were hyped on him. What's that? It's called Fallen Angels. Alright, word. I'm gonna look that up. I didn't even know he had a new one. Yeah, it just came out. That's, that's my favorite right now. Sick. Um, do you watch TV at all, Leo? I mean, like, Netflix and shit like that. Do you got any series you watch? I just finished Nurse Jackie. <laughs> I seen that on there. Is that good? At first it is, but I want to recommend it. Oh, uh, what? Did you get through the first season, though? I got through the whole, the whole series. I had to finish it. How many seasons was that thing? I think there's six. Damn, you stuck through six? When did you decide it was shit? By like the third. <laughs> but then it gets better. It gets better after the, after the, after the first, second, and third season. You don't give up on things easy, do you? <laughs> I don't. Especially when they've wasted my time immensely. <laughs> do you have a top three favorite movies? Or do you have any favorite movies if you wanted, like, if someone was like, what do you like? Dumb and Dumber. Yes. And There Will Be Blood. And Ooh. Terminator 2 and Terminator 1 and all the Rockies. Yeah, <laughs> sick. Those are all fucking epic. There will be blood, dude. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, that's that's a great movie. Those are, the, I would say, like if I had to go off the top of my head, those are favorites. Yeah, those are gnarly. Those are all really good ones. Terminator, though, huh? What I remember, Terminator One was pretty sick. Three was dope. Two. Two. Best. All right, I'm gonna watch rewatch that. You like the Ninja Turtles, obviously. Yeah, the first one. If you were a Ninja Turtle, which one would you be? Leonardo, of course. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Sick. Do you like animations at all? Do you have any cartoons like? Um, I would like no. I wouldn't say like I'm a, like a huge fan, but I like go see like computer animation movies and whatnot. Yeah. Sick. I like Finding Nemo. That's a big one. You ever seen that? I never was a big fan though, but I, I like Up. Ooh. That's a fucking classic one. Yeah, that one almost and made also, me cry. Like, my favorite, my favorite Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid. Yeah, those are the best. Those are so good. You ever seen Sword in the Stone? Oh, I don't remember it. I, don't, I mean, obviously, no, it's story, but I haven't seen it in years, like probably two decades. Go get real, Leo. Just do this. Just get really fucking high one night and watch that, please. All right, I'll do that. <laughs> It's like the, you get a bunch of mushrooms and go fucking trip out with your girl on like one night camping. <laughs> All right, it's a deal. I just don't know anyone that has it. Like I don't like, and I I don't want to be that person like walking around asking people because then it's like like if they had a store here, I'd be like go grab some right now. <laughs> I'm sure you can find it on eBay. No way. Wait, let's not Everything. allegedly allegedly. <laughs> Everything's on the internet. You can find it. That's true. That's true. Do you have any pets? No. Why not? You just hate them? No, I just, they, they're just like kids. They, they'll they eat my money up and shit all over the fucking place and consume my time. <laughs> That's true. But I would suggest a reptile then. You're more cold-blooded. You need like a turtle or like a, a lizard. <laughs> I, I, I can barely take care of myself, so I'm not even going to begin to try to put bring another life into what I'm doing. Yeah, that was my first experience was I brought in, like, some reptiles, and then I wasn't very good at that, so I had to give them back. Yeah. 
they they lived like I fed them and stuff. It was just like too much time for sure. Oh, who who do you skate for right now? What's the list? Or who supports you? Better question. Toy Machine, America, Eswick, Independent, Pig, Bronson, Bearings, and Bro Style. That's what, that's, those are my sponsors. Have you been skating for them all for a while? I've been skating for America for maybe like 15 years. Damn. Toy Machine like 5 or 6. Eswick for like 5 or 6, 5 years. Uh, Independent probably like about... God, I've been on them for like a while now. I got on Independent kind of when I was like on Baker. And then Bronson since it began. It's been out for like a year or so, I think. And Bro Style since that began. Sick. Hell yeah, Leo. Yeah. You're fucking awesome, man. Thank you. <laughs> you are. Hopefully we can shred sometime. I'm sure we'll bump into each other somewhere and then uh, commence the shredding. Will you will you play me in a game? I think we talked about this last time. But will you, would you play me in a game of skate? Yeah, I'm down. All right, gentlemen's gentleman style though, okay? What's that? Like only fakey tricks on the rails? Well, it's like we start slow. We do the ollies, one eighties, nollies, like like a gentleman, like you. Oh, you like know? I've I've never played like that. That's how I play all the time. Like any little kid that cha- challenges me. You start with an ollie. Yeah, because then it's like if you do a sick ollie, then they have to match your sick ollie. Like if you put like a lot of effort in and make it look good, then it's like, you know, it's a simple trick, but it's sick. You know, it's like a gentleman. You get a warm up. Everyone gets to like skate and show their style. Like it's sick. I'm down. I've never played like that. Yeah, if if anyone comes up to you and they're like way too anxious to play skate and you can tell they just want to try to win, just say, yeah, I'll play, but it's got to be gentleman style. And then you go through you you go through the motions, and then eventually you get to the hard trick. What's that? It's an Anthony Schiller style, yeah. I, got it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I can take full credit. I might have recycled that from someone else, but either way, it's a great way to play. So I'm gonna give you full credit. All right, that's fine with me. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> but we'll play that way for sure, and I'm gonna smoke you just so you know. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to make it competitive now. In in awkward. <laughs> yeah, some gentleman you are. <laughs> Well, that's what makes it fun for me, because then I'm, like, talking shit, but I really don't, like, you know, I don't give a fuck. I could lose games all the time. <laughs> my favorite is playing whole park skate. That's my favorite. Ooh, wait, so how, you just any ramp? No, the whole skate park. Like, you're in a skate park, you play the whole skate park. So you can literally go to anything, any ramp or any rail or whatever, and that's what the other person has to skate? Yeah. Or you play obstacles at... You play obstacles, so you play, and it's always three games, so you know, if you win, if someone wins, and then they win again, then you fucking lost. Yeah. And if you win, and then they win, you have to play a third game, which is a tiebreaker. <laughs> Sick. That's awesome. Do you do, um, yeah. do you do two tries last trick? Yeah, I think that's a pretty standard. Gentlemanly. Yeah. That's, that's like, yeah, that's like classic, like, gentleman bro style, like, you let them have it, you know? Exactly, exactly, yeah. Now you're getting the terminology. (laughs) I just haven't hung out with you guys long enough, that's all. But if I go out there, I'll be down. But I'm coming for the W. I'm gonna have a Skater of the Year trophy someday. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it in my art class. I always think it'd be sick to have that, though, because, like, you gave it to your mom. I think that's such a cool move. That's what I would do. Just Or, like, my grandmother's garden. Like, put it out there. <laughs> that'd be sick. Yeah, I mean, I, feel like it would, I mean, I don't know. My, my mom's, like, 
proud of her, what her sons and daughters do, you know? Like, that's what, stuff like that's for your parents, I mean. Yeah. I've never been one to put, like, my shit up on the wall, because I'm like, eh, it's, to me, to me, it's a bit odd for myself, you know what I mean? Other yeah. people do it, it's fine, but, like, your, your parent, your mom wants that, like, you, you don't need that, I feel. Yeah, I agree, 100%. Oh, actually, fuck it, we're not stopping yet. I got a question, do you collect anything? Any skateboard memorabilia? Do you have any collections? I, I have, like, a, I like cameras and guitars and hats. I said, man, that's what I collect. I mean, I don't collect it, I just, I have, like, a, a, I have, like, a lot of it, so I guess maybe it's a collection, but I just, like, cool-looking hats, like, cowboy hats and whatever, and I just, like, like cameras, but I don't have that many cameras. Uh, do you have a spot where, do you shoot photos, like, on the regs, and do you post that anywhere? Yeah, I post it on a Tumblr. Oh, sick. I think you mentioned that before. What's the Tumblr, so I can check it out? It's Leonardo-Romero.tumblr. Dot .tumblr. Hell yeah. And your Instagram is just, uh, Leo Romero, right? No, it's Dash Travisura. Oh, that's what it is. Alright. I think we're linked up. Sick, Leo. Well, thank you, man. Thank you, dude. One more thing before you go. I just want to thank everyone that has gone to our iTunes page and subscribed, rated, and left us a comment. Um, for real. The commentary and the feedback um, from you guys helps me improve this show, and I it's greatly appreciated. So please keep that coming. And thank you to everyone who's ever tagged or shared and uh, shared a Shetler Show episode. It's so cool. Um, skateboarding is is the best, so... Uh, thank you for listening. Catch you next time.